Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a computer and a test. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. It gets weird thinking about eliminating my job. I got to be honest with you. I've been an SAT tutor for a long time, and, and I don't know what I'd do. I don't know what I do. I mean, obviously, I have a skill teaching people, especially young people stuff. And I, I work with um, some professionals or budding professionals as well, people working for you know professional tests like GRE or LSAT for law school or business school, things like that. But it's a really odd thing thinking about, thinking about eliminating the SAT. And it's odd because it's, it's obvious that no one would really take my position on it seriously. Because as an SAT tutor, if somebody says, hey, do you think that we should eliminate the SAT? I'm like, yeah, no, we shouldn't. They're like, well, of course you would say that. That's what everybody always says. But obviously, there's a lot there. Right, I believe in meritocracies. I believe in quantifying your ability. I believe in being good enough for something and not good enough for something. And that's that's a really painful reality for a lot of people, but it's true. There's some people that aren't good enough. But more than anything, it's difficult because you never see somebody participating in a deleterious activity willingly. And what I mean by that is I have a relative, right? And this relative happens to be incredibly smart. And he went to he went to uh, get a PhD from top top university, and there was this computer that he had, okay, and it was this incredible laptop, and it was like had a remote control and had all this stuff, and I was like, God, that's a crazy laptop. And after about a year, he's like, Hey, do you do you need a laptop? And I'm like, How do you mean? Do I need a laptop? Like I have a computer. What what do you mean? He said, Well, I have to get rid of this laptop like, why do you have to get rid of it? You just got it last year, right? Like, what are you talking about? And it's baller. It has a remote control for crying out loud. So I need to get rid of it because what, what I have is a grant for a laptop. I'm like, great. The grant was successful. You're done. He's like, no, no, you don't understand. It's a recurring, it's annually recurring grant for hardware, things like this, things like computers and whatnot. And if we don't use it, then it goes away. I'm like, but that doesn't make sense because you got a laptop. So like, why don't you let it go away? He's like, no, no, no. You got to think about the future, right? Future. Once the money's coming in, you don't want it to go away. People get really mad at you. I mean, people work on getting grants and, and income streams all the time. So like once we have it, we have to use it or it goes away and, and that's bad. And I could never wrap my head around that because I kept coming back to, okay, if you don't use it, it goes away. But the reason you're not using it is because you don't need it. Like it could probably be one half or one third of what it is now. Cause how frequently do you need a brand new top of the line laptop with a controller? Not very frequently, but that's the way academia is, right? You have this money coming in and it's all based on the idea that you're, you're going to use it and it's going to go to good use and, and people are going to be happy about it. So you have to keep using it because if you go back to the people that gave it to you and said, Hey, this is no longer needed. They say, Oh, well, I'll, I'll put this energy, I'll put this energy somewhere else. And it's always bothered me. I don't think it's very, I don't think it's very difficult to understand why. It's kind of like, well, I mean, obviously it's wasteful, right? That's, it's wasteful. You're just wasting the money that you could have used elsewhere. And say there's another program that actually does need a laptop. 
you're getting this money for you, your brand new laptop every single year. Like, what's the point here? But the thing that, that kills me about it is more than anything, I really just think it's dishonest, right? Like you're essentially participating in this lie because you're saying initially, Hey, um, guy with money, please give us a grant because we need this hardware. We need these laptops and this computing power. And they say, Oh, you need it. Oh, okay. But then when you don't need it anymore, you just figure something out. So it appears that you need it. And look, I'm not saying it's the same as like a, a bold faced lie, right? Maybe you call it a white lie, but it's still a lie, right? My relative was not telling me he needed a new laptop because his old laptop was dumb. He was saying like, this is a great laptop. I just need to get a new one because I got to keep the grant going. And I think this happens everywhere, right? People, the number one thing people do when they, when they start a business is the business tries to grow and it tries to survive, right? And the same thing with, with all other organizations, right? Once the organization has started, people want the organization to perpetuate itself, right? You got to keep going. We got to keep growing and we, we got to keep moving in the right direction. So there's no real reason for the organization to ever say, hey, we've kind of accomplished our goal. We're good here. And you see this with brands all the time. There's one brand that I know of that um, really capitalized on COVID stuff and great, good for them. But now that COVID is larger, at least the community feeling that they were capitalizing on is largely past, they've pivoted into something else because they have this company. They don't want that company to stop. But now they're like, well, the original purpose of us is, is kind of gone. And here's the thing. When I think about the SAT, okay, I would actually love the SAT to go away for a very specific reason. If the material on the SAT was so well known to everyone that there was never a need anymore for me to teach people basic grammar and basic math. Like if, if our education system developed and was so successful that we never had to worry about academic enrichment with these basic fundamental things, man, I'll find another job. I'll find another job. Like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. And you could even tell me, hey, Matt, you have 10 years in this job. Okay. And in 10 years, if you do your job right, well, let's call it five years, 10, five, 10 years, if you do your job right, no one will need your services again. Well, look, I would take the job because what you're telling me is I have a goal. I have, I have a, a place here, right? I have a role to play and it's about helping people. And if I do it well enough, then I won't be needed anymore. God bless that idea. Quite unfortunately, I don't think that's a possibility, right? And the reason the SAT is going away now is because people have realized, hey, this is hard and sometimes... People don't score well on it, and we feel like those people that don't score well on it, maybe they're being held back by their bad score. So, like, why don't we just get rid of it, right? Very ironically, one of the big pushes is to help Hispanic Americans get gain admissions in the college. I, being Hispanic, couldn't disagree more. But the standard does not need to be dumbed down. It doesn't need to be an easier path. It needs to be a valuable path. It needs to be a path that produces good people because I don't want Hispanic people, my relatives, theoretically, getting into academic institutions just because it's like we made it easier so you could get in, but under the old standards, you weren't qualified. I don't want that. I don't want that. As a Hispanic man, I don't want that. And I think 
at the core of it, people need to come down to valuing deleterious activities as an honorable pursuit. And that could be something, for instance, dealing with homeless people. That could be something dealing with academics. That could be something dealing with, you know, teaching a group of people uh, values or, or morality or whatever it is. It doesn't really matter. Whatever it is. My, my grandmother, my grandmother very famously always told me about these light bulbs she bought from this company. <laughs> and they were forever light bulbs. And the company called every year to see if she wanted more light bulbs. <laughs> she was like, no, they still work. They're supposed to work forever, right? And the guys were like, uh, yeah, uh, but if you need some more, just let us know. She was like, okay, I got your number. But I think we need to honor that. I think we need to honor that idea. I think we need to honor the concept that you're going to give me something or I'm going to engage in something. And at some point, if I do my job well enough, I could eliminate my position. I could eliminate a need. I could eliminate some kind of human suffering. How wonderful would that be? How wonderful? We could actually make progress. We could say like, all right, whatever that problem was, we wiped that problem off. If it was subject verb agreement or pronoun agreement or something like that, that problem is gone. High schoolers never have to worry about it again because we have changed the educational system so that everybody gets taught it and Matt goes and finds a different job. Yes. I hope that happens. And I hope as a culture we can start coming to terms with the idea that what's in our individual best interests, like the SAT always being here, may not always be what's best for everyone. And if I have a vested interest in something continuing that's bad just so I can keep my job, man, that might be a little dishonest. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it. <laughs>